0: Welcome to the Relationships Rule podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and I'm very excited about my guest today, Elaine Tan Como. First, I'm going to say hello and welcome, Elaine. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Janice. I'm honored to be here. So excited. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Elaine's story, and also I'm very honored to have her here because... We met a few years ago um, through networking, because that's what we all did back then in person, believe it or not. And Elaine was um, the speaker at an event that I was at, and she was a very busy lady at the time. She had an amazing entrepreneur, and I actually was afraid to you know, approach her at the time, but we ended up booking a a conversation, and we'll get into that a little bit. But since then, I've watched her uh, growth and her business grow in um, just amazing um, bounds, leaps and bounds. And so now I'm able to interview her on my podcast, and I find it very special. So let me tell you a little bit. Elaine, I think I remember you as the mompreneur in a way, okay, because Elaine now is a sought after keynote speaker, author and CEO and founder of Easy Daisies Limited. She was a school teacher as was I back in the day and she but she turned um, school teacher turned entrepreneur when she accidentally invented a children's product launched off her kitchen table right after her third baby was born to becoming CEO and founder of one of Dragon's Den's favorite pitches, Easy Daisies, which incited a bidding war among all five dragons. And I think that was was back in the day. And I'm going to stop there and just say, Elaine, tell us a little bit more about that and how it began, because that's so exciting. Oh, well, thank you.
1: Thank you for that kind introduction. Um, and just so lovely and honored to, to be on your amazing podcast and, um, and lovely to see you here. It is a crazy time. It is definitely a crazy time. And speaking of crazy times was when Easy Daisy was born yeah. and I was a school teacher like yourself, you yeah. were a school teacher. And I had so many parents ask me to create a visual schedule. It's similar to what I had in the front of my classroom to help their children, get out the door faster in the morning, literally. And, and were they
0: little ones? Were they kindergarten? Or? Um,
1: I was teaching grade two. Okay. Perfect. And so yep. primary primary grades and studies show that children as young as preschool age benefit from visual schedules because they cooperate better. They uh, become less anxious all because they can see and predict what is happening next. And so I fell in love with my class every year. My grade two class sang at my wedding and, Aww. and now they're all old and find me on Twitter. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, But um. I of course I did I made these visual schedules I hand drew them and I was making these for free for years and I thought maybe there's a product here there's definitely a market and I did the research and there was no product out there that was a daily visual schedule so I saved up uh, by tutoring selling crafts raised that first $1,400 I needed and launched that first product two days after our third baby was born because she came early But as Kevin O'Leary would say, if you want something done, give it to a busy mom, right? It will get done. And so um, it was a blessing. It somehow became the number one back to school must have in parents magazines. Stores start to call and we went from having it in two stores to 50 stores to 1,500 stores across North America off our kitchen table. Um, and then I, we did. I do
0: remember seeing um, uh, flats delivered to your garage Pictures <laughs> yes. of them on Facebook. Yeah.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, So I fully understand the the pains of of the the women who are listening, thinking I am having a conference call in my pantry. Yes, yes, I've done this and and it can be done. And how true is it that we are all now working off our kitchen tables, which is a a funny conversation. I had two Zoom calls ago this about that. It is come to that that everybody is working off our kitchen tables. And the blessing of that is you get to see your family more.
0: <laughs> yes, you know, um, it was funny. I did a, a Zoom call yesterday uh, with about 70 people and it was a, um, a group of, send, you're familiar with Send Out Cards that yes. I connected with Send yes. Out So the CEO of Send Out Cards, Cody Bateman, was holding this call for a pre-launch team that I'm part of for a new offering <laughs> that's coming in the new year. And in the middle of the conversation, and he was at his house, of course, in Salt Lake City, his little granddaughter came in to say hi to him. And he stops everything to do that. And that's who he is. And that's who I am. And that's, I know who you are. And it was just like, that's the plus of today of what we're doing at our kitchen tables or our dining tables or wherever. It's just, it's kind of neat. It is, and and it uh, it's so it's refreshing. I
1: think it's yeah. it is uh, an opportunity for us to remember what is important mm-hmm. and and to to say it's okay to stop and spend time with family. I
0: I also so. saw on CNN yesterday uh, one of the regular reporters who reports in from home had a bookshelf, as most of them do, behind. Uh, Him as you do, but he had pictures stuck up on it that his little child had drawn, (laughs) and I thought, why not, right? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, that is awesome. This is 2020. This is COVID times, and this is why we're talking about that, which is just bizarre. Anyway, let's go. uh, Just I have to ask this question because I am actually a Shark Tank. Junkie, more than I am a dragon's den junkie. Yes, they're very,
1: they are the same, but they're very different shows. I know
0: it's just the the US version is flashier. I think that's probably why, in in that respect, from my perspective. But when you did that, um, when you, uh, how long had you been in business when you? uh, Nine. Oh, sorry.
1: When we presented, we were in it for about a year. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow so that's not very long no not at all no and did all. You, and you got uh, offers from all five dragons or however many there were at the time and um and you chose was it a partnership between kevin o'leary and um jim true Tril- Tril- yeah. yes it was okay um it,
1: we incited a bidding war between all five of them and uh and there's there's so many strategies you need to know before you hit uh meeting investors and that means doing your re- research so that you know what each one brings to the table as well
0: Good. Okay. Because, because you are you are shopping right if you well have, i was just going to say so how do you know who you want to choose i i imagine that from from oh absolutely but, yes and yeah. so i knew
1: beforehand who i was hoping for yeah. but i mean it would be a blessing to have any of those Perfect. investors because i fully respect each of them because each of them are self-made. They understand they've worked off their kitchen table. They started in their garages and basements. Kevin O'Leary built his uh, educational product line right. out of his basement that he sold. So for, is that
0: why you wanted him? Because of that background? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And and I, I would have been fortunate and blessed to have any of them. And But I knew going in that I wanted to leave with at least two because they wow. say that less than five percent of the deals that you see happen on air actually happen because you do right. due diligence, and you can back out; they can back out. Right. And so I had in my head the dream team I was hoping for, and um, so it was it was tough when all five of them said yes, we want <laughs> in, and they had all different offerings, and um, I had to choose Jim because. I didn't even have to convince him. He wanted to be a part of Easy Daisies from the start. And you have to embrace that. When yeah. someone requ- requires no convincing and they want to work with you, yes. that is a beautiful thing. And, and you know, and I, I wrote a book called Sell Your Passion. And I talk about that when, when you're choosing who to work with, it is very important. And in the chapter, I actually compare selling to the sport of basketball. And, and it's funny because like my husband will always say, you know, everything can be compared to sports. And I laugh at him all the time about that, but I had to agree with him on this. And, and as you pointed out, I was a school teacher yeah. and I, at one point I actually taught kindergarten for a very short period of time. But in that first year of my teaching, I actually was asked to teach kindergarten and I was terrified. <laughs> God bless kindergarten teachers because that's I a know. whole different planet. Yeah. And, and then my principal also said, Elaine, you're going to coach the grade seven boys basketball team. I knew nothing about basketball. And I didn't know which to be more afraid of the 22 kindergartners or the 22 grade seven boys that I was in charge of now. But you see, there's a position called triple threat. And
0: I got it. My, my husband basketball coach for five <laughs> years. I know exactly what you're talking yes, about. Yes, right? That triple
1: threat That's is true. the position that many of us are often in. And it is a beautiful spot to be in. Mm-hmm. It's not a passive position to be in. It's, it's a very hands-on active spot. And right now during COVID, we are all blessed to have that opportunity to, to pause. This is that moment where you have the ball and you have three options. You can shoot, you could drive forward, or you could pass. And so when you are thinking of, okay, I'm in that sales relationship with someone right now, I have a, a product or a service to offer. And this is the person that I'm dealing with, the company I'm dealing with. What am I going to do? And that is what a triple threat position is. And it's very different for a grade seven boy than someone in the MBA, right? When you're in the MBA, you think fast. You watch that player, you don't even know that they're in a triple threat position because they act so fast because they are well-trained. They act fast because they already know and predict what their teammates are going to do. They can predict what the opponent is going to do because they have done their research. They know how well their opposition works. So they they move quick. When you're in grade 7, it's more methodical. You can see the churning yeah. and the eyes darting. They're yeah. looking for their teammates. Who am I going to pass to? Is there a clear pathway for me to drive it forward? Or do I just shoot because I can? And so when you are in business and you're thinking, what do I do with this possibility, this person? And and in Sell Your Passion, in the book that I wrote, I, I talk about, and I, I actually summarize it in a chart of, of three things. To help you decide whether you're going to pass shoot or drive it forward right and so and if you're gonna if you're gonna drive it forward there's three things you're gonna consider is one is is there a pro uh, the problem that this person has do i have the solution for it and if you can say yes this is good this is, this means you can drive it forward um the second one is Does that person fit your avatar? Is it your ideal customer? If you can say yes, yes, most likely you're going to drive it forward. And third one, it's really easy. Is this someone you want to work with? And when I say drive it forward, it doesn't mean you're guaranteed a sale right then and there, but this is someone you want to establish a relationship with because you know it's going to be something beautiful that you can help them and it's going to take that time to develop. Uh, and then you're going to drive it forward. Um, when it's when it's a pass, so the three choices again is drive it forward, pass, or shoot. When it's the pass, it means you, they have a problem that you cannot solve. Mm-hmm. Don't fake it, please don't. Right, mm-hmm. like help that person out by saying, "I can't help you, but I know someone who can." And when you can pass that referral to somebody else, that speaks volumes for your. For who you are, right. because it shows that you just want to help that person and you're going to help that business that you just referred them to. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. And, and who knows what beautiful thing can come from that because something wonderful will come from it. It might not mean that sale right then, but it might mean them referring you to somebody else mm-hmm. and that's okay. And then I I, I, I summon in that three is uh, you, they have a problem you cannot solve. They are not your avatar, and, or you just don't want to work with them because your core values don't line up. But when it's go for the shot, that means they do have that problem that you can solve. They are your avatar, that person that is your ideal customer. And that third one is they want to work with you.
0: And they're back the gym, yeah, right? You knew yeah, right away Absolutely. They work with you. Absolutely. Um, so um, I know that I'm the curious person. So I have to ask the question. I know you did do a deal, right? With the the dragon's stand, the two people um did they live up to your expectations in helping you and supporting you and is kevin o'leary nicer than he gives his appearance to be on screen
1: all these great questions so when we first aired and i say first air because we did our pitch and then we actually had three updates oh wow that's great and that is an incredible blessing to yes. even get an update is incredible to have three was uh, this blue SOA cuz they are like free commercials that we could oh yes can't oh, even me. dream of and it was awesome to have those um, we were honored to be named one of the top five most heartwarming pitches in the den. And so we get a lot of reruns, which is fantastic because I see that in, in spike in, in orders online and traffic. And hopefully that converts in the stores that carry our product as well. Um, we did. We chose Jim Truliving of Boston Pizza and Kevin O'Leary um to be our partners Mr. Wonderful Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: they are incredible people and they are uh very different from each other Mm -hmm. um
0: and uh trust me I don't need this interview to be all about them I just have to ask that (laughs) little question no
1: they are brilliant people I I always say the 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 first time I ever had a meal with Kevin O'Leary I couldn't eat and I (laughs) love food okay that's how nervous I was I love food and, and I couldn't even take a bite because I, I didn't want to miss a beat. I didn't want to be swallowing and not hear. <laughs> and yes. and he, they're so down to earth. And um, Jim is our partner still. We uh, bought out Kevin um, in 2017. Nice. And But they are generous and they are always there to say um, his team said, you know, if you ever have a question, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. Um, and so, great people to work with. Jim, very methodical, has a great team uh, behind him, and Kevin's team is smaller because he makes quick decisions, and um, just both really great people. And uh, both of them wrote books, and we had the honor of being in both of their books. So you'll yes. see all about Easy Daisies and and myself, and Kevin actually pokes fun about uh, about me and how I value the importance of relationships and business let's
0: let's go there because what i was just going to ask you is okay so not ask you i was going to comment on the fact that you have had three updates and you're in reruns and so on and that kevin o'leary's team has said please call us if you have any questions even after the relationship is over you obviously know how to build relationships and nurtured those relationships. Because if people do that after the fact, that's a heartfelt person. That's a person that that is authentic. So talk talk to me about um, how you maybe consciously do those things. Because I'm conscious about it. it. It may seem unconscious, because that's where you're coming from but you do have to work at building and nurturing relationships there's no uh, question
1: absolutely yeah um actually i'll talk about what kevin uh, only because i was flipping through that book yes. before our <laughs> before our, our conversation so in in his book cold heart truth on family kids and money he talks about mistakes that businesses make and and um, so one of the mistakes he talks about that he highlights is The mistake of thinking that business is about the product Mm. rather than the relationship and he said the solution is is valuing the relationship and and then the whole chapter is just about easy daisies and and he talks about what i an example of what i have done is is i view everything as a blessing and and that that everything's a gift like I am to today it's been nine years and I'm very honored and blown away every time I see someone buy easy daisies I I'm so grateful and and I I'm floored by it nine years later and so grateful and when people place orders retailers for example and in the beginning I if they were local I'd actually bake cookies and and deliver it with the, with the order. And I know that one of my original retailers still laughs about that and loves it. And she said, no one else has ever done that. Doesn't and forget it. Because, and it, for me, it wasn't about getting a sale. It was about developing a relationship and I wanted it to last. And I, I wanted, and of course I had to learn quickly that you don't just give gifts to everybody because when you deal with mass retailers, they can't accept gifts. And it, wow. for me, it, it wasn't a gift. It was appreciation. Yeah. And so there is a difference, but of course there's rules and regulations around that as well. But but I always say, if you can meet a client face-to-face, do it because it is about relationships and in our internet world where everything is digital, you just become another email. But be a face behind that email now because you have taken the time to fly out to meet someone at their office if you can, or, or, or now meet on zoom. Yeah. So that they know that, Hey, there is a person and behind that company. And when you are a small business, you have so much power to to do that because you are in control and you can help them know you better. And you know, what? large companies embrace that they, they value small businesses and they, they want to work with you, not against you.
0: I would think that not every that sounds a bit pie in the sky to me because I can't imagine them all feeling that way. However, if you find the right connection in that company that gets you, that likes you, that you know wants to nurture that relationship, I can see that happening. But how do you start that? How, where does that start? Absolutely, that's a
1: great question. Um, I, I had the opportunity to really have an introspective look on all of this. so two years ago i had a stroke yes and and, uh a total interrupt of my life that i was not expecting um or 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 wanted and i remember being in the hospital like even the day i had the stroke i thought I, i i didn't even know it was a stroke i knew that i lost the left side of my body and i still worked 14 hours before i went to emergency and that is Lesson number one, don't do that.
0: My <laughs> piece <laughs> <laughs> of you, actually, every time I see that ad on the television for the father that's having the stroke, you know the one. Yeah. I'm, sure. yeah. <clears throat>
1: yeah. I, I'm honored now to be a, a spokesperson for Heart and Stroke Foundation, okay. educating women when, when, it's, when it kills twice as many women as breast cancer. It's the wow. third leading cause of death for women. One in five North American women will experience a stroke in our lifetime. And yet we don't even know what it looks like.
0: And, and may I ask how old you were when you had the stroke? 45. Yeah, so that's unusual, is it not? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And and
1: because it was unusual, because I was, they said I was too young to have a stroke, I don't mm-hmm. have the symptoms, like I don't have high blood pressure, high cholesterol. So then I was transferred to a different hospital and and through an uh, echocardiograph and a transesophical echocardiogram, it, they found that I had a hole in my heart that allowed the blood clots to go straight to my brain rather than be filtered through my lungs. So I, I did have a heart procedure, oh but um, it was funny because, you know, you, you I got my hand slapped. You need to go right away to the hospital because you. You, you, lose, you lose thousands of brain cells uh, per minute. And- you know, and I already knew I lost millions with each of my pregnancies. <laughs> <laughs> so thank God, thank God. I think I was pretty smart beforehand. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of brain cells, <laughs> but, but, um, I remember lying in the hospital thinking that the stroke was completely inconvenient wow. and I, <laughs> yeah. I, I had speaking engagement, plane t- tickets that were bought. And mm-hmm. I, all I knew is that I wanted to be at my daughter's, uh, she had a volleyball a nationals tournament in Edmonton and I really wanted to be there for her. Sure. I, 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 and I thought, you know, I, and I said this to the cardiologist and the neurologist that I need to go. And they already gave me a three month flight ban. I wasn't allowed to drive for three months. Mm. And every day I would say, I, I just need to go there. It's, it's not even a flight, it's like two hours on an airplane. And, and they, I think on day five, the doctor said to me, Elaine, you know, here it is. You can go to your daughter's tournament or you can go to her wedding. Yeah. And that was like a, a drop of a mic for me because yeah. that, well, he's cruel and unusual. <laughs> that was not very nice, but you know, that put into perspective and there were so many lessons I, I taken from stroke rehab of seven months.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you lost I, control, right? You were completely a controlled person. Yes. Right? And I, I couldn't even feed
1: myself and because I'm left-handed and I had oh, to-
0: me too yay oh, Hi five wow. to
1: you and yeah and so i had to relearn how to hold a spoon and how to hold
0: it but i bet you had an easier time doing things with your right hand than a right-handed person would have doing things with their left hand. <laughs> would you agree i i don't know i guess so i i do, just watch any left-handed person has had to do so many things with their right hand yes very true and it doesn't happen the other way around. So I'm just saying.
1: Very true. Like like even in the morning, I had a stroke when I couldn't even brush my teeth and I knew something was wrong. I, I didn't give up, even though my toothbrush flew across the, the bathroom <laughs> three times before I I resorted to brushing my teeth with my right hand, which was very unusual and mm-hmm. uncomfortable. But, but didn't I didn't think like even though physically I had changed, my mindset had not. And that was not good. And I recognize that now, of course, Yeah. yeah. But that's why I thought, okay, this stroke is inconvenient. I have things I got to get done. Um, but truly learning to put your time and energy where your heart is, right, to not so, be guided by mom guilt or people pleasing or
0: earning that next dollar. Okay, so just to circle back to my question around, <laughs> totally oh, it's okay because <laughs> I know we're everywhere and I, and I love it. It's it's all good. But um, you know, how do you know who to work with? And how do
1: you know? Yeah, absolutely. So here's a good example. When I was in the hospital for those eight days, whatever it was, but uh, I was in the midst of getting a, a large shipment out to the U.S. for a a test order for one of the largest US uh, mass retailers. And I was so stressed by that and- Oh, do you think? Yeah. (laughs) While I was in the hospital with no laptop, but um, I'm just gonna backtrack a a couple of steps. And I I was thinking of this other company that I, a mass retailer as well. And I tried for about seven weeks, maybe even longer to, to connect with a buyer there. And I was being persistent because I know that it takes sometimes seven to 10 touches before you get a a return Mm -hmm. uh, response. And when I finally did this buyer of this large retailer in Canada said, okay, let's have a meeting on this date. And I was so grateful, so excited. And I ran to the calendar to write it down and I, I dropped the pen and I'm like, no. And I saw it was my son's grade one end of the year concert. There's no way I'm just going to miss that concert, but it's exactly the same time. So it took all of me to write this email, reply back to this buyer saying, thank you for this opportunity. I am so sorry that I cannot make this date because it's my son's grade one end of the year concert. Being honest. Yep. And I didn't know if he was not going to reply because it took him seven to 11 weeks before I, but he replied back right away saying, of course you should be at your son's concert. Call me after and so I did in the car parking lot of the school. I made yeah, that phone yeah, call yeah. and then I actually flew it to Ontario to meet with them. And I'm honored and grateful because when I talked to him on the phone, the very first thing, well, first and only question he asked me was how was your son's concert?
0: Mm.
1: And because of that, I knew,
0: he was I knew leader. that this
1: is who I wanted to work with. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm honored and proud to say that easy daisies has been a bestseller in Staples, Canada since nice. August 2013 because of this gentleman. And when okay. I was in the hospital and I finally, I didn't have a laptop. I didn't have access to one for days. Yes. And I finally got one and I was replying because this was a very important test order. And I downplayed why I was in the hospital. I said, I had a stroke and I'm fine, but I apologize that I could not respond earlier the only question this company asked was, will you meet the deadline? Mm-hmm. And and I knew right then, yep, yeah, this, is, this is the only shipment that we're gonna do. <laughs> and it was a huge opportunity, but it was not meant to be. And having, and I, I'm sure this is a cliche now, but it's so true. Having the same core values is very important. The, I, the value I think it is cliche because I think it's really, really important. Absolutely, and this goes with your staff, your team, whoever you are working with. You want to have that. You you can't train core values. You can train skills. Yes, but you can't train core values. Nope. You, you can, you can. Uh, when you have similar core values, there will be longevity in a relationship, and. You know, I, I can't stress that enough and you will know it right away. Don't, don't be charmed by dollar signs or, or the glitz and glam of, of whatever it is that is shiny because mm-hmm. if the similar core values is lacking, it will be a lot of work for you and and you don't
0: want yeah. to. And it won't feel, it won't feel good because it's, you have to work so hard to get that connection right i know it's funny you know um i think since i've been uh doing my podcast i've learned that um I know there's, and of course, podcasting is like gone through the roof, right? Absolutely. Anybody's doing a podcast now. Um, for me, I wasn't a writer and I wanted something that I could get my teeth into. And, and for me, it's talking. So it was about, uh, and, and my curiosity, which is why I love talking to people. So um, when I'm looking for guests for my podcast, and sometimes they just show up, And I know that's the right person. And sometimes someone will say to me, I think you might want to meet this person. They could be a good guest for you on your podcast. And when I have a conversation with them, I know right away, right, if they are a good fit or not.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we all
0: make some mistakes and we try to make them work. But generally speaking, I have to feel it. It's all intuitive for me. Oh, absolutely,
1: and that's very important. That's a very good business one-on-one right there. (laughs) Now, your gut, and you know, I've I've done lots of silly, bad mistakes in business because I I didn't trust my gut or go with my gut. I went with being pulled on heartstrings, and I know I'm very trusting, and and you know, and they. Sometimes resulted in very expensive lessons, uh, yeah. Of course, I should have gone with my gut, yeah, absolutely, so true. So,
0: um, now today, 2020, um, are you looking at business a different way? Have you had to pivot, mm-hmm. as they say, or not because of the type of business you're in? Have you, um, gone back to more online things um with your sales because i know you probably started online but then got into the retail um and once and that's a tough racket to get into so once you're in you want to maintain it i'm sure um or are you working on something new like what's going on for you these days
1: well great questions that's a very full question i
0: know (laughs) i
1: can <laughs> take whatever you want oh no i love talking to you so i could i could talk forever so you just have to <laughs> rein me in rein me in um i i love coming alongside women entrepreneurs i love and i'm always honored to be invited to be a, a keynote speaker and i i did my last uh, speaking event days i before the lockdown so my last talk i think was I, I don't know, March 10th or 9th and uh, in front of uh, 300 be- uh, people. So I, I do miss that. I, I miss sure. speaking and um, I did relaunch my podcast, uh, Elaine's right. Kitchen Table, the Business of Real Life. Elaine's Kitchen Table. Right? Yeah, right. And, and the reason it's called that is because I launched my business right. off our kitchen table, but it's under a new brand called Create Better. And when I, I paused it because I had a, a horrible... A stutter as a side effect from the stroke, and um, as I was telling you earlier, it's not that I don't have a stutter. I have just learned
0: after seven months of stroke rehab how to control. Well, it's stuttering. in now anyway, with, um, <laughs> right? It's with Joe, Joe Biden has one too, so it's all also- good. Yes. I know I'm just like the president, <laughs> and so. Um,
1: the the brand I decided to call it create better it's still Elaine's kitchen table but create better is the brand Mm -hmm. and it's about create better family create better self create better business create better health and so it's four different um windows if you can say because they're all important and we we have to look at all of them because if anything I've learned is is um to master the art of single tasking. And what I mean by that is, ah. in a world of where multitasking is glorified, mm. um, you'll see memes of, you know, women juggling their diaper bags and a laptop and car keys and you know, the 12 muffins yeah. is baked. It's so important to understand that single tasking is the key to success in relationships. And whether it is in business or in personal relationships, single tasking is important because you know your family your spouse your business partner they won't remember the times you were multitasking but they will remember the moments you were uh, single tasking
0: with the present yes yes Yes.
1: because when you i'm not saying you have to single test all the time but when it matters most because when you single test you are putting your your full attention on doing one thing really well and that will result and reflect in the growth of that impact and the growth of that commitment to that relationship and, and people will remember. That's a
0: huge, huge, um, statement and, uh, way of beingness, because I remember if I could take back so many times and there was a joke of, um, you know, a a kid uh, saying something like, mom, you didn't listen, you didn't hear me or something like that. And, um, the the punchline, I think, was something like, uh, yeah, you must have told me when I wasn't listening. Or, you know, like, you know, it's like, so I remember so many times being, you know, that mom who you're listening, but you're not listening. You're doing three other things at the same time. And so you had, I had to sort of um, shake that off and say, stop and listen, right? And it's really hard. And today in particular, because there's so much going on. But I'm learning that from my grandchild. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's 16 months old. And of course, I have to watch her every second when I, I'm in charge. And, um, and you realize that nothing else is as important. Yep, absolutely. And, yeah, and it's different when it's your grandchild. But oh my goodness, you learn so much from it. So I love that. And the other thing I remember back in the day, I taught a, in a program... Um, that was for new entrepreneurs. And one of the things that I taught was time management, which I was better at in those days, I think. But one of the uh, little tests we did was a thing about um, multitasking. And it was, it was um, something about uh, you, you took the letters A to Z and you took the numbers 1 to 26 and you wrote them down and you were timed. And if you, you did them, do you know that, that yes. thing? Yeah. And so if you did them a one, B two, it took longer than if you did them, each of the the letters and then the numbers separately, that was faster. Yes. So if you could focus on one task at the same time. You can't multitask. You can serial task. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's such I many. love what you said. I mean, yeah. You could either do a
1: really poor job on a bunch of things or do something really well. (laughs) And and then it's just going to take you longer. It's going to take you much longer to multitask. Exactly. And and you know what? And embrace single tasking. Like people are embarrassed almost to say, Oh, I'm, I'm multitasking, but you know, embrace it and say, you know what? I'm just going to focus on this one thing right now. And if it's you, Yes. I want you to feel special. I want you to know yeah. that you have all of me. And you know, I heard the story once and it's so visual for me. And it was a story about this little girl who's excited telling her mom about her kindergarten day and her mom's scrolling on her phone, trying to give attention to her daughter and work at the same time. And her daughter just grabbed her by the face and said, mommy, listen to me with your whole face. And and that is what we need to do. We we need to listen with our whole face to to whatever we are doing with, to that customer, to that family member, to our spouse, to our child, so that they feel that sincere
0: importance that you value that relationship. I, I think that's a wonderful place to start um, uh, winding down because I think if if our relationships with our family first. Um, are are treated that way, then everything else will follow because we have to feel good about what's going on in, in our personal world and then look at the other. But, um, but again, you know, like the person who, I remember too, uh, back in the day when we actually went shopping in stores, and this is years ago when there were actually sales clerks in the stores, okay? And I remember back in those days I was teaching um, customer service type courses to people, um, receptionists and store clerks and whatever. And I remember walking through one of the major department stores and stopping to talk to, I found a sales clerk, so I had to talk to him. And then partway through that conversation, the department phone rang and she said, oh, just a minute, I have to go answer that. And I'm like, wait, I was here first, right? And there was no kind of special feeling a bit Cause they had to do everything, but they didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's still the same today, but in different ways with our, you know, mommy talked to me with your whole face. I love that. I love that. So, um, one last question before we wrap up, because I've already gone over my time because I could, I'm going to have to have you back because I talk, we've, t- I would be honored to talk about, and, um, your book, sell your passion is Available on Amazon. Perfect. And your podcast is called called Create Better now.
1: You can actually find it as both. If you search Create Better or if you search Elaine's Kitchen kitchen
0: Table. Okay, perfect. And um, I want to just ask you your advice. One little last question, if it's little. Your advice to people who who need to look more closely at how relationship nurturing and relationship building fits into business. I mean, come on. That's paramount. It is the foundation of of business. If you would
1: like to make money with your business or product or service, you need to spend time looking at the relationships that, like what what are you putting into that relationship? And and that's why I, I love what you do with Send Out Cards. And it's just that special touch. That you know whether it's sending that thank you note Definitely. or, or just keeping them feeling like wow you thought of me today and and that's all it is is a, a great beta interrupt, and that's saying you have to bake cookies for everybody <laughs> and send those out. But but of course we send out cards. You can send cookies yeah, exactly. and and but just just valuing like how important is the relationship, the the importance of that relationship is is the future of your business. That's mm-hmm. how important it is. Don't think of it as the first time, one time sale because what is more beautiful than a sale is is, it's that continued business. So when mm-hmm. I sell a product, at first I used to be like so excited by that initial order but then I discovered what is even better than that initial
0: order is a reorder. And the word of mouth marketing that goes with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. So, so easy Daisies um, for children now you've, exp- I've got to get this in before we finish. So Easy Daisies, um, and I see a little bit in the background. I know we're not going to see it on the on the podcast, but <laughs> the the um, organization yes. Yes. for the children, and then now you've got other um, packages. So tell me just Absolutely. briefly, who sure. are they for and what? So you- uh, Easy Daisies is uh, spelled Easy
1: Days because it was created to help kids have easier days, but we made the name Easy Daisies, very cute. and um, you can search daisies. I, I own both name so if you spelled sure. it wrong uh, you will still find me find <laughs> easy That's daisy but they are daily visual schedules to help uh children become more independent and be less anxious i can't wait health. to buy one for my
0: granddaughter well
1: i'm honored i will give you a friends and family code for that but um and i'm honored that easy daisy's is recommended by name by child psychologist occupational therapist speech and language pathologist um, has won 13 awards as oh the number one back to school mess have in many uh, media platforms and just feeling very honored for that. Um, we have a, we have had so many families tell us that they were using our children's visuals, not just for kids, but for adults with early Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. early dementia, um, memory loss issues. And I had to share that full circle during my stroke rehab mm-hmm. in one of my final sessions with an occupational therapist. She said, Elaine, we need a tool to help you remember when to take your medication and the course of your day? And she said, have you heard of easy daisies? Ah, oh, You kidding? And that just was full circle for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't say a word because I wanted to hear what someone else has to, had to say about easy daisies. Oh, I, I actually, uh, at, at the end, I actually brought a bunch of them for them to share with other stroke patients no. No. Who, who who needed
0: some that is so definitely full circle moment. That's, circle. that's wonderful. Yeah. You're amazing. I so, okay. So, um, and yes, and- we have other products.
1: And so uh, easy Daisies is recommended for children with special needs as well with autism um, because they thrive off visual schedules. And so very honored to, to, to be that recommended product. Um, during COVID, we just, dis- developed all these other products um, including uh, weekly schedules so that like me i have three kids in three different schools with three different schedules but now we are fully on top of it and not feeling the chaos of this chaotic time in our lives Um, my children even stepped up and made a brand called spreading smiles because they saw their peers go through um, depression and anxiety and mental health issues during covid and and um, I have such heartwarming stories with that. And it's just positive affirmations to lift and build people up and have hope in a time when they may feel down.
0: So I'm thinking next time we talk, we'll bring one of your kids on. Love it. Um, yeah, because there's a young, I hear young entrepreneurs in the making. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. That yes. is amazing. Well, thank you so much, Elaine, for being here and chatting with me at our kitchen table. I I know. I I wish I could be here with me so I (laughs) can feed you lunch next time. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're back in my life, actually, and uh, appreciate it. So I will post in the show notes um, how you can find all of Elaine's amazing things. And you say hi on Instagram. I would love that. And I Uh, there you go. Absolutely. And uh, remember to let us know um, your thoughts and uh, leave a review and remember to stay connected and be remembered.
1: Thank you so much, Janice. Honored to be here.
0: You're welcome.